This is Montel Jordan, and right now you're listening to I Don't Get It with my girl, Maria Manero. This is how we do it. Hey, Maria, take it away, girl. Thanks, Montel. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Thanks for coming by. On today's show, we are growing up with Mr. Martell, my grade 8 teacher, and my grade 8 classmate, Jan Michael, here on I Don't Get It with Maria Monero. One hell of a trash fire Check, check it out Before we get back to the show Please don't forget to follow us On the old Instagram At Maria Doesn't Get It Or the old Facebook If you want to go that way Also Maria Doesn't Get It Or if you're all about the tweets uh, you can follow us there at MM Doesn't Get It. Uh, we've got like 12 followers, and of them, it's Montel Jordan and Nancy Sinatra. So, how could you resist? All right, back to the show. Enjoy. Joining us are dear Mr. Martel, who will never. Let us down, and we'll always have time for us. But very excited that along with Mr. Martell, we are joined by one of my grade eight classmates, Jen Michael. Hi, Jen. Hello, hello. How are you? What's going on? Thanks for coming on. It's so, so sweet and so nice to see you. Likewise. What's going on, Mr. Martell? How are you now? Are, are you going by Jan or uh, Michael or Jan Michael? Actually, nowadays, everybody calls me Kino. Um, Kino. I'll play on my last name, but uh, right, right. professionally, uh, I do go by Mike. Mike, and okay. I specifically requested if I could call him Jan Michael <laughs> or Jan because that's how I know him affectionately. Yep, yep. Well, I'll, I'll call you Mike because that's what I see on the screen. <laughs> I know we were having some technical difficulties, but Mr. Martell and I were just talking about our our grade eight graduation video that he produced. Do you remember? This used to be my playground. Yeah. yeah. And like, so talk us through that, Mr. Martell. What, like, how did you come up with that idea? Well, we. I, as I told you, Miss McDonald and I were doing. I think was yours the first year. It might have been. It might have mm, been because I think that's so. the first year Miss McDonald was there. So I forget whose idea it was to to do that video, but certainly both her and I were working on it for. Like we had to go to. There was a media center. There used to be media centers in our board, a long time ago. So with all these, basically three three. Uh, TV screens hooked up to to VCRs and and editing machines. So. VCRs. Yes, VCRs. Remember those things? They were all everything was on VHS tape. <laughs> That's right. I remember. Do you still have your tape, Jen? Yeah, I do. 
I actually uploaded it onto uh, onto my Facebook page. Uh, probably. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, about maybe. Can you, so you please have a share? Copy. You have a digital copy. Yeah, like. Wait, can you please share that with me, like immediately? I, I did post it, and I remember every every almost everybody from our old class that I'm friends with anyway on Facebook. They made a comment. They're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you uploaded this." Like, how old were we? And um, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, dying to watch it again. I mean, specifically the special effects <laughs> with the doors, <laughs> like advanced special effects. Okay, for Jeez. listeners, Mr. Mattel, explain the doors. <laughs> well, it was a tour through the school, yeah. and, and and we went to different classrooms that were different grades. And whenever we went to, say, went to the kindergarten class, and there were fo- we'd show photos of. We'd segue to photos of all of you when you were in kindergarten. No, but so the on. special effects you utilized with the doors, with the opening of the doors. <laughs> what special? It effect? was like I think, I think I held the camera while Miss McDonald. Yeah, opened but the it doors. was like hidden, so it looked like they were just like magically open. <laughs> magically yes, open. like with yeah. VHS. I mean, that's impressive. It was, it was very low tech. But, but I remember it, it being a thing because we were like, "Oh, check out the doors." Yeah, I think I think um, that video on Facebook. Thank you. Awesome, thank you. Um, it, it probably made me cry. I cried all throughout grade <laughs> graduation. Yep, you did. <laughs> I really did. The pictures, like my eyes are all red. Like it's really pathetic. Um. So, yeah, Dan, what do you remember about grade eight? Um, I, I would say uh, in elementary school, I remember Mr. Marshall's class as being my favorite class. Um, and obviously at that time, I didn't really have the opportunity, nor did I have the, the balls, really, to, to say it to Mr. Marshall. But now in retrospect, when I look back, um, you know, it was, it was an awesome class. Like you, you were a really great teacher to me. I thoroughly enjoyed the class. Uh, I enjoyed the way that you taught us. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't forget that class. Um, if there's any, if anybody ever asked me, like, what, what, what two grades were your, your, your favorite? It would have been eight. Yeah. Personally, I enjoyed your class the best. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't have any specific moments. I just remember I enjoyed coming into class every single day. Uh, and I was excited for you. To this is it. Yeah. Th- listen, I've interviewed Mr. Mattel one. I've been trying to tell him, like, you changed my life. You are the teacher that had the most impact on me. And that class was really special. And he's like, oh, like, you know, you're being too kind. And no. it's like, see? And this is a, Mr. Mattel. We meditated conversation. Like, this is... We have not had. Well, no, no. Well, I'm deep. I'm, I'm very flattered. I mean, when I think back, as I said, it was the first year I taught grade eight, just straight grade eight. Prior to that, I taught seven, eight, and uh, it was the first year I, I really remember connecting with students and and with your group. And it was. It's still, you know, I taught many groups after that, but it's still the the one group that I. Definitely, as you said, I don't remember specific. I I do events, but I just remember, uh, just remember the whole year and uh, just you know 
I don't know. There's something about it. I remember loads of specific moments. And actually, we should mention uh, one of our other grade eight classmates who I was very close to. Um, Art was supposed to join us. Unfortunately, he had an urgent matter come up. Um, but uh, I remember lots of stuff with Art, right, Mister Martell? <laughs> you might. I don't remember all yeah. those specific details. Come on, you were like immediately. You were like, oh yeah, boy drama Art. But here's the thing, Mister well, Martell. I don't remember who exactly it was with. I just. Oh, you're just, like I have it on record. You were oh, like no. uh, a specific. You're all, okay. All all of the girls you hung out with, they were all that way. boy crazy. Yes. <laughs> But here's the thing. I was like, when we were, okay, so when we were putting together, you know, trying to schedule this interview, <laughs> we started a WhatsApp group chat with me, Jen Michael, Art, and Mr. Martell. And it was the first time Art and Jen Michael and I have talked since high school, I guess, right? And <laughs> we sent like 300 messages, like blew up Mr. Martell's phone while he was trying to be a principal. <laughs> Yeah, it just kept binging while I had to turn it on silent, first of all. <laughs> and then when I looked at the messages, I go, okay, this is way too much. I can never keep up. Plus, it was way too – people I didn't know, and uh, some I did. And, and, yeah. And things I maybe didn't want to know. <laughs> but this is a thing is I feel like I told you everything. So there was nothing that I was like, oh, Mr. Martel can't know that. In regards to, you know, it was your first year – teaching grade eight, you connected with the students. And in my opinion, I think the reason why you did connect with us is because I think you were probably one of the younger teachers at St. Columba at the time. Were, Maybe the youngest. I was the youngest on staff at that. Yeah. I was the youngest. I was yeah. I was one of the few male teachers there. I, yeah. I was very mothered by all <laughs> the female teachers there. <laughs> I was well taken care of, but believe, believe me, they they really took care of me there. Of course, you know, Mrs. Hickey was 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 wonderful. Um, you know, Miss Miss Herlihy. You had Mrs. Monahan. Um, she was another one that uh, always looked out for me. Uh, yeah, and at that time, I was living at home, five minutes away from the school. Uh, so I had my lunches made for me. My breakfast was made for me. My dinner was waiting for me when I got home. So I didn't, I didn't, really? I, all I had to worry about was my job basically, which I spent yeah. a lot of time in and on. So wait, so how old were you? 23? I taught all of you. I, I would have been, yeah. about, right. So I would have been 26. That's why you're a teacher, because you're good at math. I wouldn't have been able to Because you, you would have been 13 in grade 8, right? I would, I would have been 26. Yeah. Yeah. So, 26, man. That's crazy. I remember think, we were thinking, like, you're so old. Like, why do you still live at home? And why aren't you married? I was. I just, and also I remember you were, like, mad, mad into skiing. Yeah, I skied, yeah. I was, I was into all sports. I'm still happy. Yeah. Okay, do you remember we went on that ski trip and then you took a couple of us on like some crazy advanced, like, what do you call it? Run? I don't know. But it was like was crazy. Like we had just learned <laughs> how to ski. Yeah, Dagmar was like a tiny, it was tiny crazy. little hill. <laughs> 
excuse me i was like pizza pizza first of all i can barely walk i like trip over myself and then you like i went on this like deathly i was like yeah i'll come along and then i didn't realize what i was in for and it was like some crazy ass run that was like for professionals you've been to dagmar since so no I haven't skied since. If you wouldn't think it's a, it's a professional run, it's yeah. Like... I, I must admit, I'm a snowboarder, and I go to Dagmar very often, and it's it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I mean, guys, I'm just sorry. Jeez. Okay. Again, let me just remind you: yeah. in grade eight, the girls won no sports. The boys. Won every sport, and we had a professional hockey player that went to our school. Chris Kelly, shout out if you remember us, yep. little people. But he was always going away for hockey. How did that work? Like, how was it that he was able to go away? Well, he and had to because that's that was what, fine. I mean, when you play that level of hockey. But yeah, how about his schoolwork? I mean, uh, he no. No, he doesn't was, matter. He was Whatever. I, I, he was a good kid at school. I don't know what what he was around like you guys, but I always thought he was. Yeah, he was quiet. Very shy. He was quiet. He was shy. And uh, nice, very nice. Mm, nice guy yeah. though. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie's true love. Blow up the spot. Everybody knows. Please, it's, it's not a secret. We all know. Who was your true My love, Jen Michael? In, in grade eight. Uh, yeah, in grade eight. Uh, no. Bernadette. No. Uh, honestly, I, I probably didn't have have one. I mean, you know, I had a crush, but that's about it. I told you. Who? Spell the tea. Uh, on Jimmy N when I was a kid. Yeah, but then. You, you know, did. Uh, all the, did you ever tell her? You know, and I mean, if I. If I see her now, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're both happily with our partners now, so I mean, it's no. I know, but back then, why didn't you ever like what grade? Oh, you did in grade eight, and you didn't say anything because I wasn't one of the guys that all the girls love. Oh come on, yeah, but you got to shoot your shot. I wasn't the arts. I wasn't the lecters. You know, I was. I was. uh, I was. Why do you think I was, I was, Lester was such a lethargic nerdy book kid, right? That just so happened to be Lester was a nerd. I, I don't know. I mean, at the time when I when at, at that age, I, I didn't think so, right? Like, why do you think he was such a play? He like who like who else did he go out with? I went out with him in grade six for like a week. Yeah, but mind you, we're all in the same class every day, right? Like every year, it's the same people that's in the class. So. You know, we didn't. Yeah, you, the girls and the guys, didn't exactly have many options. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just remember you guys. Like we were in class. I can't remember our teacher's name. We were in class, and you guys were like, "Kiss, kiss, kiss," and you made us kiss in class. It was crazy. It was like always a chance of kiss, and I was like, "I guess we have to." And the teacher like, was there. What? Yes, it was like in the middle of class. So, how different do you guys think you are from who you were back then to now? 
Well, let me just I, both of I you. I remember of, of Michael. I like I don't again. I don't mm-hmm. remember specific events or incidents, but just generally, you 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 were kind of quirky. That's how I, <laughs> you would you would you would say things. And just silly stuff, right? I don't like. I, I, I can't recall a specific phrase, but when I I picture you yeah. back in grade eight, that's what I kind of picture you saying, like silly things and being quirky. He, he, it was <laughs> definitely like a comedian for sure. Yeah, but also, do you remember Mr. Martell that he played like a beautiful piano, like to the point that yes. we were like into? Yeah. I remember the first time. Like, we had no idea. We were in choir with Mrs. Wellwood. And then he, she I don't know if she knew already, but, like, you sat down on the piano and you played on bended knee. And we were just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, there were and that, angels. And that didn't attract the girls? That appeared. <laughs> I know. I that mean, was your in. I was a totally different person back then. Um well, you yeah. think? I mean, it, it's actually a perfect segue to the question that you asked previously, you know, like, and I don't mean to, you know, mm-hmm. overstep Mr. Marteau, because I, I think you were going to answer that no. first. Um, no. But yeah, right. like, I, I, back then, I was very shy and timid, despite being able to play the piano. I think I secretly liked the attention, but I didn't want to let the world know that I liked it. Does that make sense? Um. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show the world that I had more to offer than, you know, the silly guy that likes to crack jokes. Uh, but then I didn't know how to do it. Um, I, I lacked the confidence back then. Um, so obviously now, I mean, go, being more than 40 years old and going through a plethora of very life-changing uh, life experiences, yeah, I, I would totally say I'm a different person now. Totally different person. Do you like the person that you are now better than the person that you were then? Um, it's a hard one to answer. Actually, I can't. I can't say because the thing is, the person that I was back then is con- contributed to who I am now, right? So it's hard, it's hard for me to say. Yeah. Yeah, I like this person now. What I can say is that, um. I'm glad I went through those experiences. I'm glad that I was trying to find myself and, you know, I had to go through some pain. I had to go through some happiness, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it shaped and molded me who I am uh, as to who I am now. Um, and I don't think that I can discount any of those experiences because then I, I would not be who the same person now, yeah, I, I guess. I'm just restyling these answers. Sorry. Be, like, do you think you were a happier person then like i for sure was mm, i mean i'm gonna say yes because i don't i didn't have any responsibilities to worry about except for going to school playing with my friends do my homework and that's it mm-hmm. and the trauma right the trauma of like the ensuing trauma of like growing into adulthood yeah. like learning about heartbreak and pain yeah. and all that stuff so yeah to answer your question i would say that i was happier it's a different happy though, right? It's hard to say. It's a different happy because mm-hmm. I have ki- I have kids right now, and they make me absolutely happy. You know, happier than I've yeah. ever been. So I can never say right. that I'm, I'd be happier without them. Like that would be, you know what I mean? Like for sure, so of course. A, it's a different happy. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Martell? Yeah, very insightful, uh, Michael. I, I I completely agree with you. I mean, there's it's it's hard to go back and think, you know, am I happier then or am I happier now? I mean, there were certainly parts of my life that I was happier happy about, and parts of my life that I'm happy about now. Uh, and uh, I mean, let's go back. I mean, if I go back to my grade a year, I loved my grade a year. Grade a year was great. I had, a, mm. had, had an amazing teacher who, who actually inspired me to be a teacher. Um, that's why I became a teacher uh, because, Look of at him, that. because of him. Um, you know, uh, so my grade eight year, I, I, I really enjoyed my grade eight year. But I mean, as Michael said, I, I, I'm more comfortable with my life now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm happy with my life. I got two great kids. I got a great wife. I got a pretty good life. And I'm at the end of my career too. So, I mean, I could retire at any time. Um, and, you know, uh, I think it's, it's gone pretty well. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you find happiness in, at different times and uh, for different reasons, right? Um, it doesn't mean that they weren't going through challenges and, uh, you know, because there's challenges all throughout. Right? Uh, even at your happiest times, there's things that are going to challenge you, right? But yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's accepting that and, you know, looking at, trying to look at what's what's positive and going from yeah i think maybe i have phrased it um incorrectly um jen like do you feel like you've lost something in growing up like there are things that you've lost in yourself um yeah because i I definitely do (laughs) i've lost the innocence that's for sure (laughs) yeah yeah um uh, but, but yeah, I, I think that's it's. Uh, I think it would be an injustice to myself to not appreciate every positive and negative experience that I've gone through. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a type of person that I really do believe things happen for a reason. Um, whether you want to believe mm-hmm. a higher power has something to do with that, that's up to you. But at the end of the day, I think things are destined to be, things happen for a reason. And it's all about what do we do when we go through those experiences? Like, are we going to learn and, and try to, are we going to try to fix something that may be broken? Or are we just going to find a way to be like, okay, these are the cards that I'm dealt with. Let me try to, let me try to MacGyver it. You know what I mean? Let me try to make it work. That right. makes it my life. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I think the only thing that I really lost was innocence. I mean, but other than that, no, I don't think I lost it. What do you mean, though? Because we were young. Yeah, like innocence. All we knew was was to do my homework, obey my parents, follow what the teacher says, do what I need to do. You know. um, Do you mean like innocence and like um, our capacity to believe in things or to like not have fear or? You know what um, I mean? Like I would say I was fearless then. Um, despite being shy, and mm-hmm. I think that was just kind of how I was raised. Like I was raised by my parents who say, mm-hmm. you know, if there's uh if there is some sort of confrontation, you know, just mind your own business. You don't need to say anything, you don't need to be a part of it. So even though I know that's like, hey, you know, I could say something, I'm like, mm, I kinda don't want to be in the mix. 
than me. Right. So, right. Like the opposite yeah. of me. <laughs> so, yeah, despite me being shy and stuff, what, what I mean by innocence is that as you go older, sometimes you know there's something that needs to be done and you're going to do anything that you can to do it, whether it benefits you or somebody you love, somebody you care about. Even if it means that you need to do something that may go against the grain, uh, against the norm, everybody has done it. Do you? Th- yeah. Do you? Do you feel like um, there's a sense of like cynicism that like comes with growing older? That naturally comes with it, you know? Because like we're young and we're just like, yeah, everything's great. Everything's gonna yeah. be great. I think so. And then, and then we're like, "Oh shit!" So. You question really things, not. and you become a little bit more skeptical. But you, you exp- you've experienced more, so you know more, right? And uh, yeah, but you know, you also probably know better how to get out of things or how to deal with things, right? As you get older, that you may not have known when you were younger. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is true. You get wiser as you get older. And there's, and there's less, and there's less, I think yeah, so. there's less things, you, yeah, there's less things you, you, I mean, for me at my age, I mean, there's fewer things that I really worry about. Like I know what's important to me. I have a better sense of that. And that's what I want to worry about. Not things that I can't control or I don't need yeah. to control, um, you know, it, it, it's 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 a good feeling being a little bit more content, right? And not letting things get to me as much as they might have when I was younger. But weren't we that? I mean, weren't we content and we didn't have worries? Like, I like I know it's like okay. The old adage is that like yes, as you grow older, you get wiser. But do we really get wiser? Or do we just kind of believe our own bullshit? Like we think we know things when really we don't really know anything. I almost want to say that that's when you're teenage years. That that that's the kind of stuff you believe in uh, when you're a teenager. You know, like you feel like nobody knows anything, but you know it all, and so you're gonna go do it. But then you right. learn from it. Right. Um, right. You know, maybe at, uh, maybe around grade eight. Yeah, like. I'll give you an example of what I, I meant earlier from what I was saying, and it kind of ties into what we're saying now. In grade eight, I, I honestly truly believe, and this is where innocence comes in, I believe that once I go to high school, it doesn't matter what high school I went to, I'm still going to be friends with every single grade eight, that I, I, mm-hmm. everyone that was in my grade eight class. And then, we, and then, you know, I quickly found out that is not the case. And my heart was broken. My heart was broken. Um, and I, you know, so, so, and then right there is like, okay, that's an experience that I took in. And so now I need yeah. to figure out, well, how do I get all my friends back? How do I get that, that level of friendship that I had in grade eight? How do I get that back in grade nine? And that's where, that, that's what I meant. Like now I'm starting to do things that are out of, out of the norm for me. You know, I'm doing things to, to try to fit in to make sure that people hear yeah. me and know that, Hey, you know, do you guys remember me? I was your friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's definitely like me. Like I was 
I really turned into a dick, like almost immediately as soon as we got to high school, because I dropped everybody like a sack of day old potatoes to be cool. Because I was like, oh, cool crowd, like legit. Like, I, like <sighs> I was so fucking self-involved that I wasn't cognizant of of that. Like, I'm really sorry because I didn't value, like, you know, I was crying all through a great graduation. And then as soon as I get into high school, I'm like, new phone, who dis? Like, as if, like, I, you know what I mean? And it's like, what now an you asshole. understand the value of friendship and the value of relationships better than you did before. It may have taken you a little bit longer than most, but. Not, not necessarily. And that's what I mean about, I don't think I'm any wiser as I've gotten older. It's just in retrospect, it's so much easier. And like, w- what I can say as an adult is like, I'm way more able to like acknowledge like my um, shortcomings and like I'm able to acknowledge the things that I did that were really wrong or fucked up, you know, like back then in high school, when I did that, I would never have admitted to myself that I was doing that, even though I knew that I was doing it. You know what I mean? Because there's a sense of shame, right? You're like, oh, ready to throw everybody under the bus for your own, like, satire. Even though I no. still ended up being a loser anyways to the guys. Because, no, I mean, you know, to the boys who were, like, the top of the food chain. Like, I was, like, ugly and, like, invisible. And they, you know, whatever. Another conversation for another day. But, like... Yeah, I was just trying to keep it together. Like, I think it was just cowardice, like, you know, trying to keep it together. And it's like trying to be cool. Like, in the in the pursuit of trying to be cool, like, I just, uh, just discarded, like, di- like, discarded friendships that were so valuable and significant and important to me. And it was so callous. And I, I, you know, I mean, it's no, it's, I, it's I something for my therapist and I to and, discuss. You know, it, it's, you know, when <laughs> if we go back to elementary school, I think what, what made our friendship so strong is because we were together every single year. It didn't matter who the teacher was. We were together every single year, you know, and even when you went out for recess, you still see the same friends. So I, I feel like that's a typical thing. Yeah, but we were, but we were together in high school. We all, you know, most of us, well, not most, but like enough of us went to the same high school together. Like it was an act of choice. Don't absolve me. Like no, I know I did you wrong for sure. And like, it, but it's not, it's not though. When it's at not the time, at the, in the in the moment. You, it's it's not it's not right. Yes, you're you're correct. But in the grand yeah. scheme of things, it had to happen for everyone to learn. No, it had to happen for everyone to learn. But it didn't. No. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Thank you. I don't. I don't know if it had to happen, but but you, you move on, right? You you move on. You, like 
you, you've you've dealt with it. You're you're onto something. Like you, you're a different person now. You're not holding anything from from no, twenty years I mean, ago, twenty five years ago, and neither neither no, do you have no, the time but to legitimately, do it. Mr. Just, this is know. the first time Jet Michael and I are having this conversation. I did not know right. the the extent of the heartbreak that it caused him. Like, I didn't know how significant it was to you. You know what I mean? Not just me, but you know what I mean? Like, that that yeah. that experience, you know, affected you in that way. I, and I like, think it's also my fault, too, right? That's messed up. Like I, like, I, it, Yeah, because I feel like if, if, if I had no. not changed in the sense of trying to be someone that I'm not, then I would not have lost everyone. No, I don't think I can't yeah, see for everybody. I, I mean, I did, do you actually, think you lost everybody though? I hung out. I mean, I know we're supposed to talk elementary school, but I hung out literally with two people in high school, and they're still my friends to this day. Um, and I, and and none of them were from Think Columbus. Wait, so what about like Jamie and no. Tracy and? But they all stayed yeah, friends I, with I, each I, other. I, I don't keep in touch with any anyone. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's only recently, like maybe in my early twenties, I re I started keeping in touch with art again. And, yeah, and, and mm, really, I thought you guys did no, stayed close I all throughout. At a talent show, because we were both singing during our music thing, and I told him everything that I was that I'm pretty much saying here, and then some, um, mm-hmm. and then um, we just kind of shook hands. And did he? Did he know? Did he know that it oh, yeah, had affected yeah, he, you in that way? He knew. Or did and, he? And, you know, he didn't understand at the time, right? Like, similar to what you're saying, you know, during during yeah. that moment, you know, you're not thinking about that. And also, we're young, so we're not thinking of that. We're thinking about ourselves and how do we make ourselves be a part of something. Um, yeah, because we're all going through the horror Right, it's like it's like nightmare on Elm Street. Like we're all just trying to survive, and it's like every man for himself. But like that's not cool. Like we got to stick together. <laughs> it's the only way. But Mr. Martell, to Jen Michael's point, like how do kids learn these days when everything is at their fingertips? Like yeah, that's. That's hard too. You you've got to you've got to kind of ex- get them engaged, right? You can't teach the same way I taught, certainly. But how do they learn anything? Like do, because they probably feel like they don't have to. Because why? Like why do I need to learn this? I have a calculator on my phone. I have Google. I have Wikipedia. Yeah, but it's learning that everything. It's like critically analyzing things too, right? You can't just okay. Websites, you can go to tons of websites to find answers, but which one is going to give you the the, the correct one or, uh, you know, is not going to try and mislead you or, you know, it, it's the critical analysis of that information that, that they're lacking, right? Because they think, okay, I just Google it, okay. I mean, but I think you also taught us that, right? Yeah, but yeah. I think I did, but not in that same way where it was right there all the time, right? Yeah, but you, 
inspired and provoked us to think for sure. Mm-hmm. I know because I don't ever stop thinking about anything. And that's uh, everything I learned. I learned from you. That's just you, though. <laughs> yeah, but I learned it all from you, so. But I've always wondered why we had to learn things that are not applicable to real life. Uh, for, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of curriculum that, <laughs> you know, is not, is not relevant to Body you, alive. To Body alive. Yeah. So, but uh, of course, I mean, we had to teach what what was part of the curriculum, right? But uh, but yeah, you're right. Financial literacy was a big was something that was lacking, and it now it is it is part of the curriculum. Maybe not to the extent that you would wish it to be, because I'm not really sure exactly how it, what exactly the expectations are in each grade for that. Uh, uh, but it definitely has. Yeah, it uh, it is part of the. That's a good point because I'm still financially illiterate, so I blame you, Miss Martell. (laughs) Back in our days, should we have gone to the guidance counselor for these things like the emotional? Um, but should we have? Like, I never went to guidance. I just. Yeah, you just like just talked to me. We. That's what I did. I really just got it all from you. So, um, but I don't think it was part of the curriculum. No. No. I guess it came down to the adult you trusted and the adult you felt comfortable. What else you got, Jen? Hit him with it. We just keep it 100. The, the show's two rules are no judgment and keep it 100% real. Actually, okay, here's the, here's the question. I'm, try, uh, I'm trying to think of other questions to hit you with. Do it. Is there anything in when you were teaching, um, is there anything that you regret and that if you could go back in time, you could be like, I'd love to change that. And and I'll make the question a little bit easier, but it's kind of hard to. I'm going to say specifically when you taught us. Jeez. Ooh, nice one. That, that's, you know how long ago that was? That was so long <laughs> I could remember. Well, specific, we remember you. No, no, specific incidents. There are definitely no, not, nothing specific. Nothing specific. Well, but just, if there's anything that you, oh, when yeah. you look back and be like, you know, I remember that grade eight class. You know, I could have done X. Different. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I was a great teacher in the sense, like as I said, that was my that was my third year teaching when I taught your class. First year teaching straight grade eight. I don't think I was a great teacher in the sense that teaching the subject matter right i think i was very involved i think i was committed i think i cared about the student but as far as being a great teacher i still had a lot to learn i was was on my third year teaching so yeah i mean there's a lot of things i would probably change in terms of how i approach teaching you know because i mean you can't help but make mistakes you're dealing with people right um, you, you don't yeah. always have the right answers. You don't always say the right thing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Ms. Rachel, were there ever any times when we asked you questions and you didn't know the answer and you just like, probably. just flipped it? Probably. You just were like, yeah, Tanzania. Probably. <laughs> no, I, I would have probably, I mean, if it was curriculum wise, I would have probably admitted I didn't know. Really? Like I would never just. Yeah, I would have never said like I knew something when I really do. Teachers admit like I, that they don't know stuff. Well, I'm sure they do. 
Why wouldn't you? Like, it's impossible to know everything. I know, but then what? What? Like, what do we do then? It's like, Miss Martell, what does this mean? Let's work together to find it, find the right answer. Hmm. Good pivot. Yeah. Because that's why it's principle. It's impossible to know. It's true, but not everybody, I think, has the courage to admit that they don't know things. Yeah, some people it's easier for them to admit than others, for sure. Who was your favorite student in that grade oh, eight class? Jesus. <laughs> the two of you were for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was well, no favorite. No, there was no favorite in that class. Bullshit. I call bullshit. What do you think, Jen? Here, here's a question for you two. Or is there anybody from that class that, don't, without mentioning names, that you wouldn't want to meet up with? Uh, I could say I'm. I would be comfortable to meet it. I'm. I'm genuinely trying to think, and or you would no. be, not that you wouldn't want to, but you you, uh, you put it a good way, Michael, that uh, that you'd be uncomfortable meeting up with for whatever. Bernadette. For would you whatever. be cool but meeting up with yeah. Bernadette? Why, why I was to tell you, don't mention any names. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, no, I, no. There's no reason for me to be uncomfortable. I haven't done any, yeah. anything wrong to anybody, so I, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel ashamed of it. I'm trying to think if anybody was like ostracized in that group. Whether anybody was like, I'm oh, sure yeah. there were, but like, are you still friends with Lester? Uh, no, I, I haven't talked to him since elementary school. Lester, wherever you are, I'm sorry. Like I said, literally after high school, that was it. I, I lost every single Columbus person. Including art. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, so did I, actually. Which must be sad for you to hear, Mr. Martel. But you change. I mean, especially through high school and, and beyond, you change. So the people that, you know, you knew when you were 8, 9, 10, even 13 years old, you know, may not be the same people that you. So you, yeah, you throw them under the bus to be cool. Oh, so well, you that's, that's different. That's what I did, Mr. Martell. Are you proud of that? Are, are you proud of that, obviously? <laughs> right. I mean. Uh, okay, guys. Well, thanks again for coming on. No and uh, I know it was a nightmare to schedule. And then we had all these tech issues. So thanks for your patience and for being so open and honest and sharing. And it's really, really like beautiful to spend time with y'all. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. It's great talking to both of you. Great talking to you. And Dan, please, um, you're gonna have to play on bended knee for me (laughs) next time. Next time we talk. All right, fair enough. Um, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Before we go, I'd like to end on this note. Um, I just want to dedicate this episode to all the teachers out there who every day change the lives of their students. Thank you for showing up, for being there, for listening, for caring, for believing in us when we don't believe in ourselves. And for never giving up on us. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Martell, for changing my life.
it's important to me because um, the person that exists today is in large part because of you, right? Like, are you happy with who I've become? Maria, I mean, everything I've, I've learned in the last couple of weeks since since you reached out to me, yeah, I mean, it's incredible the, the, the challenges you have been through and the things that you have you have stood up for and, and uh, you know, you've stayed true to yourself, stayed uh, true to the things that you believed in. Of course, how could I not be proud of you? And, you know, uh, you give me credit, but really, I mean, we haven't connected for, what, 30 years <laughs> almost or close to 30. Um, you know, so you, you have to give yourself a lot of credit um, because, you know, you – from what I know, I've learned in the last few weeks is, yeah. you know, you've had to do it, you know, a lot on your own, and uh, that's incredible that you, you've come to this point. Um, you've gotten through those, and uh, not that everything is wonderful and rosy, and, right? Uh, but you're still standing, and you're, uh, you know, as, as I think I, I mentioned to you in in one of our, our communications, like you're not hold up somewhere, you know, uh, yeah. in a corner. Sometimes I want yeah, to be. But, but of course you, you want to be, but, but you've gotten out of that and here you're doing this, right? Um, yeah. That, you know, it, it could have been very easy at any point to, uh, to just give up, right? And say yeah. this isn't worth it or, you know, life isn't worth it to get to yeah. that extreme, right? And you may have considered yeah. that, I don't know. But uh, yeah, of yeah, course, I'm you know, like, um, yeah. but somehow you, you made it through. And how could I yeah. not be proud of that? I mean, if I played a, a small part in that, that, you know, that that makes me very happy to hear that. Um, but, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's other people around you, too, that have kind of hopefully helped you get through it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you are not wanting to really take credit but i'm telling you you know for me like because you're one of the first people in my life outside of my parents that really believed in me you instilled values in me in a very foundational um and you know found like you at the time of my life where i was really like those the foundations of my values were being formed mm -hmm. So it was really, yeah, I mean, you really formed who I became as a, a, a person and who I am today because I was becoming, you know, I was forming who that person. And so you were one of the first people who really believed in me and also made me believe in things that seem impossible. Like, you, you know, and you taught me hope, you taught me belief, you taught me how to dream, like all the things that matter. Like those are all things that you instilled in me. So that's why I give you so much credit. Like it's, and that's not, it's, I mean, it's true. It really is. And regardless of the fact that we haven't spoken in all these years, you gave me all those things when I was becoming who I am. And that was, and if I didn't, if you didn't teach me those things, I would be a totally different person. Well, thank you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it had some effect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and you don't know. Like, the things you do, you don't always know whether what happens yeah. <laughs> afterwards. So it, it, it's, it's really, you know, heartwarming to connect with you again and hear these yeah. things. So.
check check it out. That's our show for today. Thank you for sticking around and listening to the whole thing. See, I'm paying attention. I'm watching you. Not creepy at all. Look, what I'm saying is, please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, yeah, I know. I creeped you out and then I asked you to rate and review it. So that wasn't smart. But, you know, I'm not that smart. That's why the show exists. Uh, thanks again. And we'll see you next time on I Don't Get It with me, Maria Monero. All right. Thanks, folks. Bye. Pathetic one hell of a trash fire